This is the Edinburgh Reporter podcast, and today I'm with David Martin of Hidden Door. Now, David, we've met a good few times in many locations, but today we're having to resort to the virtual world. Um, Hidden Door has done an awful lot to bring really hidden places to the fore, such as the Waverley Arches, where you first started, then you were down in Kingstables Road, and then you guys were really instrumental in the rebirth of Leith Theatre, in my mind. So um, how has lockdown been for you when you've been locked out of all these various places? Yeah, well, hi, and first of all, thanks very much for the opportunity to speak a little bit about it. Um, well, I think like like everybody in the creative industries and especially in the events industries, we've found it incredibly difficult, um, the lockdown and the restrictions that have been imposed due to kind of the, the, the pandemic have required us to make huge adjustments, um, not just to how we operate, but to how we imagine and try and plan ahead and try and think about what we might want to try and do next. Um, we're used to, you know, kind of trying to find interesting places in the city and exploring and you know, thinking about how we might use spaces. And it feels like, you know, now spaces are really kind of closed off to us in a different kind of a way. Um, and we're having to kind of think of new ways to kind of operate as a result of that. Um, we're still, we've still got our eye on some really exciting places around the place. Um, there are still some fantastic buildings that um, are on our kind of, hot list, if you like, of um, places that we think we'll be getting into at some point, but just not in the foreseeable future. Not yet. So from the 14th of October, you have got um, the virtual version of Hidden Door. And this is going to run all the way through until May. And you've got kind of guest curators and some live shows. So can you tell me a little bit about how that's going to work? And it's starting off with the reverse engineer, who sounds a really interesting person himself. Yeah, this project is, if you like, it's a little different. It's not like we're trying to do a version of the Hidden Door Festival online. But instead, it's a bit like us thinking about, well, what's Hidden Door for, really? And the way we've always thought about Hidden Door is a, a way of trying to connect audience in Edinburgh and, and wider in Scotland to the best new and exciting creative talent that's kind of up and coming in the country. And we've always tried to find interesting ways to get the audience to experience all this creativity. And by kind of sticking it in a, a big empty or kind of derelict building that's helped add to the interestingness of it if you like it's helped get people excited and helped people engage with the content but really ultimately it's about these emerging artists and it's about the audience's experience of them so we decided that rather than try and run a festival online we would instead try and generate some really interesting content and get our audience um to be able to kind of see it so we thought we would commission some of the most um, intriguing artists that we've been connecting with, commission them to curate the content themselves. So rather than Hidden Door dictating everybody who gets involved, we've opened it up to the artists and we've said, who would you like to collaborate with? Who would you like to get involved in an online project? And we've 
And then what would you like to do with them? How would you like to um, use the whole format of live streaming or social media content, um, making little online videos? If you could do all of these things, what would you do with it? And we've been inundated with brilliant responses, really quite exciting um, ideas. These are creative people after all, so they've come up with a lot of very creative solutions. And I think... One of the things I'd say is that there's been a lot of live streaming, you know, a lot of people sort of playing music out of their living rooms, and that's been really good, and we totally are into all of that, but there's a lot more you can do with the format, so that's what we're into, and and the Reverse Engineer is our first project. Um, He's a musician, experimental electronic musician called uh, Dave House, a composer, and he's got some really good contacts in the music world in particular, but wider than that too. Um, we've got a spoken word a storyteller, uh, we've got a dancer, and these people are, are going to all collaborate in sequence. So the idea is that Dave comes up with this question, he pitches it to the first musician, they then create a small piece of music based on the question that he pitches them, and then they will pass that on to the next person in the chain, who will then respond to the piece of music that they're given they'll make something and pass it on to the next person and so on for the full fortnight until a live streaming show on the 27th of October, on Tuesday the 27th, when all the different pieces of um, creativity will be played and performed as part of that live show. And hopefully it will give people an insight into how creatives create and how artists make work. That's terrific. And of course, he's going to take over your Instagram feed um, so that everybody's going to be able to see the actual creative, see and hear the actual creative process and, you know, how that all works. That's really quite fascinating. So it is a completely different yeah. space then, isn't it, from uh, from you? Yeah, that's right. And I think it's important that we wanted to give control over. Um, I think that it's really important that artists and creatives voices are heard a little bit more i feel like they've been quite silent throughout this whole kind of experience and almost kind of played down a little bit and very recently with all the sort of furore that's been kind of erupting over talking about creative people retraining into you know other careers and all of this kind of stuff i think a lot of creatives feel really devalued by everything that's happened they're their livelihoods have been shut down, their venues have been shut down. They've been, you know, and a lot of them kind of fall through the cracks because they're, um, I was speaking to one musician who had worked extremely hard to make sure that her um, career was really diverse in terms of her income stream. She, she was doing some community work, she was doing workshops, she was doing composing, she was doing performing. And in order to make sure that she wasn't dependent on any single particular um, income and they were all sort of self-employed uh, freelance kind of positions and all of them have been shut down and she's suddenly got nothing but no one of them makes you know enough money for her to um, qualify for certain kinds of support so she's completely falling through the cracks yeah. and you know people are being you know finding that their opportunities have just been taken away from them and it's such a difficult time for people so we wanted to give people uh, a voice and give people the opportunity to kind of take back control a little bit and um, 
really get them get their creativity going again. That's terrific. And of course, it is really freelancers and people who work for themselves or whatever, who really have fallen through the cracks in any government program to try and give them some yeah. sort of living wage or whatever. Um, and so all of these people who are taking part um, in um, I'm not really sure what you're calling this. What are you calling it over the over the piece? Uh, Do you have one we're name? We're calling for it? it hidden. Yeah, we're calling it Hidden Door Live. Ah, right. um, that's the name of the whole project, and within that, there'll be um, live shows, uh, the Hidden Door Live shows, which are the live streaming shows that we'll be doing every okay. fortnight. So within that, all these people who are uh, taking part are to be paid for their contributions. And do do people watching? Do, does the public have to also pay? Is that part of it? No. Um, the public uh, get to experience it all for free. <laughs> Lucky them. Um, we, <laughs> we thought it was really important to see this as an opportunity for creative people, and that means a paid opportunity. Um, you know, we don't want to be sort of exploiting anybody to, to generate this kind of content, especially at this kind of time. Um, so we applied... Uh, to Creative Scotland, um, to their sustaining uh, creative development program, um, special fund that was set up at the beginning of the um, pandemic restrictions. And um, we were successful in being awarded funding for this project from Creative Scotland. So we were able to uh, pay all the participants who take place in the project and also uh, people who are involved in the production as well, because it's not just the artists, it's the sound engineers and lighting engineers, and there's a huge amount of skilled uh, professionals who also um, have sort of fallen through the kind of freelance cracks. Yeah, um, we're trying to kind of bring them onto the project as well. So, one of the other exciting things that we're doing as part of it is that we are going into some of the venues that have been uh, dark basically since the lockdowns, and we're going to be streaming some performances from the empty music venues. Um, wow so, so where are you going <laughs> well the first one we're going to go into is this is an exclusive uh fill wow. so not giving this away to anybody else but we're uh, no we're going into the bell and jail um which is a you know somewhere which has been lying empty with nothing happening in it for months now and they're really struggling they really want to be able to keep going um so again they're being really really supportive of this project and you know um helping us as much as they can to to stage some performances there. So our, our second uh, curated project, our second curated fortnight, is by an artist, a recent Edinburgh graduate called Florence Richardson, and she's really interested in ideas of uh, ghostly apparitions and sort of that kind of thing around about the time of Halloween. Very timely. Very timely. We're going to be doing lots of video projections inside La Belle and Gel and uh, some live music performances in there as well. That's terrific. And, of course, another one uh, that you're doing is going to be from Dance Space down in the grass market. And you're going to have Pictish Trail and musician Malka and Carla J. Easton uh, these are all later on. Um, and I think, uh, David, we better mention that you got some funding also from the National Lottery's Open Fund Sustaining Creative Development Programme. Is that is that a different thing from Creative Scotland or is that the same? No, that's 
that's the same fund actually. So Creative Scotland get their their uh, get that part of the money from the national lottery. That's terrific. It so really that's is. they're sort of connected together. Yep. So yeah, keep playing the lottery, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. And so uh, people can see the live shows, Hidden Door Live, at hiddendoorblog.org forward slash live and uh, we uh, one thing I wanted to ask you David actually just before you go I know that the one of the last times I think I spoke to you you were trying to raise some money just to keep going so has this enabled you to preserve your cash if you like for future festivals it's all, all our other cash um, yeah it is very much hands to mouth um, we will be we're also we are planning our awesome comeback festival, our real life in real space in a real interesting derelict building festival. We're planning that as well. Um, we haven't announced exactly when that's going to happen and where that's going to happen yet, but we are planning the announcement. And obviously, so much is uncertain at the moment. It's so difficult to be able to tell what we will be able to do when. You know, we don't know how next year is going to look, but we're putting some plans in place. Um, hopefully we'll be able to make an announcement soon, so we'll let you know um, about that as soon as we can. And But that will be funded entirely separately. That will be, we'll have to generate the funds for that festival as we go. As you say, kind of hand to mouth is how we do it at Hidden Door. We, we just survived the last, uh, the last kind of financial situation, which was amazing due to loads of support from our audience. Um, but... Uh, we're sort of, you know, we're starting at base level again, put it that way. Yeah, but you know, your supporters are rightly appreciative of what you do because I think you've put on some uh, fairly spectacular events uh, for local people in in just great environments, which otherwise mm -hmm. we might not have ever seen. So thank you so much, David, for speaking to me, and I wish you well with Hidden Door Live. Thank you very much. It's been lovely to be here. so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk and remember you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk